I look at my old self, and I was mm. a very, 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 very different person, right? Like five, six years ago, right? As we all, as we Your all. Your change just in the last year and a half. You've changed markedly just in the last year and a half, like huge. Dude. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> you go watch your old stuff. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and we have another very special interview guest here for you today. I'm, I'm actually I'm excited about this guest for a couple different reasons. Number one, because she's like one of the most energetic, high-level energy type person. And I feel like this is someone that is finally going to match my energy. And like this podcast, <laughs> this po- you can hear. You can't see her yet, but you can hear her. <laughs> um, maybe this podcast is going to get a little out of control. So that's the first reason I'm excited. The second reason I'm excited is, quite frankly, I don't really know what she does. I just know she's awesome. And so we get to talk about that, and she's going to drop mad value on us, and she's going to introduce us to the Kapow Method. What is up, Liz Benny? Welcome to Think Different Hey, Day. dude. How are you, man? I am so good. How are you? I'm so freaking excited. I was in bed <clears throat> literally 25 minutes ago, and I was like, ah! I've got the interview with Josh and now I'm here. So I'm super duper duper excited that uh, I can get stuff done quickly. And, and, uh, and to, yeah. yeah what, what time is it there? Uh, currently it's like 9.05 a.m. So yes, I was in bed late. In the, well, that's fine. I mean, it's coronavirus season and I feel, well, I, I read a meme. Are, are you into memes at all? I love memes. Okay, you, there are you some like good me. ones going around right they, now. There really, really are. And uh, I'm not like I'm not a meme poster, but I'm definitely uh-huh. a meme meme consumer, right? I, I like consuming them. And I saw one of them that said, um, "I'm uh, world, don't mess this up. The only time in history where laying in front of your TV and doing nothing could save the world population." All right, like just <laughs> don't mess it up. And I'm like, that's actually kind of accurate. I love so it, dude. I, I feel like there's an excuse. How have you been, Liz? Dude, really, really, really good. I think um, I think through these times right now, and is it okay if we talk like, uh, obviously, you know, if people listen to this interview in a year from now, the circumstances are going to be different, but is it okay if, yeah, if we talk sure. about what? Yeah, let's, cool. yeah, let's happen now. Yeah. So the world is changing. <laughs> um, the, world uh, the word unprecedented uh, is probably the most overused word <laughs> um, ever. Especially um, in, in, in the marketing world, but yes. Oh, yeah. Dude, this time last year, and uh, I think today we're going to talk about a lot of different things, but I'm really, really good to answer your question. Good. Um, uh, you know, life goes mm. on. I think this is the season of opportunity. And I don't mean that from a take, take, take from people who have less than you standpoint. I think this is an opportunity for true leadership uh, and true value to shine. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It, it's one of those times where, so you're in... Um, are you in Australia or where, where are you? Well, I, I, I think my, my love level from you, uh, for you just went from like a 10 out of 10 to maybe a seven. Um, I'm from New Zealand. 
New Zealand. That's right. I knew that. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, no, no, it's okay, dude. I'll, 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 I'll earn the at back before <laughs> before the the podcast is over. Quick this side note: we were going to go. My girlfriend and I took a trip around the world um, uh-huh. last year, and we uh-huh. went yeah, to yeah, Australia yeah. and uh, New Zealand was on our list, and um, we ended up having to cut the whole trip short by two months because she ended up getting a parasite and like having to, we had to fly yeah. her home and everything like that. But New Zealand was on our list to go to. And it was crazy because we got home and the time that we were supposed to be in New Zealand was remember when the, the volcano erupted last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were supposed to be visiting there like right around that time. So it actually turned out to be good wow. that we didn't go. It was just so crazy, but yeah, uh, yeah it's scary. New Zealand has truly, uh, truly, truly, truly been hit by a lot of things just in the last gosh in the last year but also in the last seven years like if you want me to talk about like crisis because we are in the world crisis right now there have been i think i think honestly i think uh we should be talking today about um resilience about crisis about smiling through it all because i think um i think if we choose the right attitude right now we're gonna we're gonna win like and i don't i think i think what I what I want to uh, what I want everyone to know who's watching this right now is you're gonna like you're gonna hear me like raw real honest me and you could misconstrue that I'm this person that doesn't give a crap about other people oh no 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 I want the world like to to lift up and unite and um and embrace this from a win win standpoint um so when I say win I don't mean win against people who have less because there are a lot of people who are in pain right now um. But yeah, resilience and fun and smiling through this all. I think that's, yeah. I, lo- I love that. And I love your attitude towards everything. Every time I've seen you in person, I can't remember where the first time I saw you was. I want, it had to be yeah. on a funnel hacking event. Um, yeah, probably did. Yeah. W- were you at Funnel Hacking Live, what, two, three years ago? Two years ago? Uh-huh. Were, you, were you in Orlando or no? No, actually, I wasn't in Orlando. I was in Nashville. Nashville. I was at the very first one. Okay, I've got so some I'm, good stories to tell about that one. Okay, I, I probably saw you at Nashville then last year, not this this past one for the first time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, every time I'm around you, like energy, hi, Kapow. Actually, let's start there. Let's talk about Kapow. What the heck? What is Kapow? Okay, dude. Okay, dude. Okay, so you know, people like first thing. First things first. It's a word that came through me. No idea kind of where it came from, but it was like, vroom, and I just started saying kapow. I literally just started saying, and, and yeah, there it was. And I would like in my everyday life, I would be like, oh, kapow. Like, and, and, and I genuinely felt the world, the, the, the word kapow, like it always made me feel better. Always. If I would say, cause you can't say kapow. Like right, even, right. even trying to say it, it's you like, just go kapow. <laughs> ah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, but dude, try to say it like sad. Like it, it'll always dip you back kapow. up. Like right, it right. Just does. It ends on a high. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, uh, it was really funny because for those of you that know me or or that don't, like you know that like Russell and I, um, I, I point over there because I literally just voxed a message to him just before this. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And um, so I was <clears throat> one of the, I'm OG click funnels. Like I've got probably, probably Russell got an account. Then I got an account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've been on the front page of click funnels going and like, and I look at the, the picture of me, uh, like on the order page, I'm going, dang, yeah. girl grew up since then. Like really, truly <laughs> she, she got wrinkles now. <laughs> oh my. Um, but yeah, dude, like Kapow just like started as this thing and all of a sudden I became the queen of Kapow. So um, my first uh, my first big project in the marketing world, like coming out into the world 
from this little kind of t- tiny country of New Zealand to worldwide was Social Monkey Business, where I was teaching people, and I still do teach people how to become six-figure social media managers um, without even knowing anything about social media. And that was the first thing that I went out into the market with. And in, that, in the community, I just started saying, kapow, kapow. And my very first Facebook ad said, hey, and a massive kapow. I don't even know like where that came from. But now on every single one of my videos, I'm like, I start with this, I go, hey, you're a massive kapow. My name is Liz Benny. And boom, it's like, Ooh. and that's where it kind of came from. Um, so it like the transition of kapow. And then people started to say to me, what does it mean? I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> so then um I genuinely like I like roll real honest because that's the only way I want to roll. I stood in front of the, the whiteboard one day. I was like, well, what will it mean? Just close your eyes. And I was like, you know what? Like in this day and age, entrepreneurs who make it, like all I could feel was that the K always stood needed to stand for connection. So I closed my eyes and I was like, oh my gosh. Like I started writing up connection, like k k and I I spelt it with a, a C and I was like Oh, hell no. (laughs) So connection, authenticity, positivity, ownership, and wealth. Wow. So that's what Kapow stands for. And in all of my products, we walk through those, you know, those things. And um, I'm about to launch something really, really, really cool to the world um, based on what's happening in the world right now. But we're literally walking people from connection through to wealth, despite what people are going through right now. And like, just when I say ownership, I just want to say what, what that means. You know the book Extreme Ownership? Yeah, it's a great book. That's what I'm meaning. Like mm. right now people can people can <laughs> or people can rise up and go, you know what? This sucks. How can I serve? How can I help? How can I thrive? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. so powerful. How do we do that? I think I think one of the things you said resilience, right? And and this is something that you know Natalie Hodson, I assume. Yeah, you know, dude. The OG. Yeah, She's yeah. awesome. We just had her on the show not too long ago, but um She's been really coming out with so much materials and content with the, you know, the math of the coronavirus. And she really inspired me to look into it. And I was a, I was like, Hey, this is like, whatever, like it's all going to blow over. And then like, I started listening to some of the stuff and that kind of really woke me up. And that's Uh someone who's, she's been very resilient with it. I mean, she stood up. She's like, we need to get, like, we need to get this, the message to the people. And I've gone out Uh and I've put together trainings. We created whole membership areas for people that lost their jobs and getting those out there and doing like live streams and running ads to Uh these videos to like educate people. And so like for someone like a Natalie Hudson, for someone like a Josh Forty, who has an audience who has, you know, understanding of how this stuff works. I think it's a little bit easier for someone like us to figure out what to do, right? Because we, we, we've been in this place of leadership, but yep. talk to the person there that, I mean, there are an entrepreneur. I mean, they are working for themselves or, or maybe they're not, but they, they're, they're in this journey of entrepreneurship, wherever that is, but they're not sure what to do. What, how do you have a How do you focus on positivity? How are you resilient? Like, what can we do to keep our mindset in that position and, and get through this collectively together? I can tell you're super excited about this. Let's do it. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. I'm not like, Nobody wants to be in this situation. Let's like uh, one the amazing Liz McKenna, who is in my Kapow Accelerator program. She literally is downtown New York City. Uh, wow. And um, and she was she actually did a video within our Facebook group just to let us know what life is like on quote unquote the front lines. Like right. New Zealand situation just changed like two days uh, yesterday. Sorry. So our whole like we're locked down for four four weeks good for you guys that's what needs to happen yeah well done yeah totally so um and people like i'm like hey everyone we need to take this seriously like so i'm literally um putting resources out there as well um i have a a a weird situation in that 
um, I can be, if, like there are three houses, five parents and three house. so three kids, three houses, five parents in terms of like the people who, because if we say lockdown, we've actually got to lock down three houses. So one, of, um, and I know that sounds weird, everyone. So what, what I want you to know is yeah. that my wife has two children, her ex-husband and, and his partner have those same two children in that house. And then she um, and her ex have a child who is is in their house. So if you can see there's, there's children hopping between Yikes. three houses, right? So it's not an ideal situation because locking <laughs> down is different. <laughs> yeah, no it's kidding. Life. Yeah, it's life. But what I actually did was um, I created like a, a document yesterday because I started to freak out. I was like, holy crap, like I know that I'm taking this seriously from a mathematical standpoint. I know the curve. I get it. Like I get the, extra, like you can extrapolate it out and it's it's serious. It's serious for two reasons, health and also economy. Lots of other reasons. Um, right. Yeah, those two things. But to your to your point, like resilience comes from first making a decision. Yeah. Are you going to, well, I, I guess it's a, like I call this um, with my with my clients um, and I, I often use colorful language um, and I'm not scared to, but I'm going to choose not to on here. But like I, I will we'll say, we'll say that you have to get to this point where you go, oh, hell no, 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 no. And when you make a decision, the Latin, uh, the Latin meaning of decision, I think it's like indecidiae or something like that, which literally means to cut off. Hmm all other possibilities. Now, please, like for those of you, I, I'm actually dyslexic. I don't do words. I can talk fast, but I don't really do words. They're not my friend. I've been calling this the COVID virus and Christy, my wife keeps going, you know, it's COVID, don't you? I'm like, oh yeah, it is too. And you know, that sausage, that really hot sausage, I call it Tritzno. And she goes, you know, it's chorizo, don't you? I'm like, you know, it's Tritzno. It's <laughs> girl so i make up words all the time and as long as she can speak liz we're good anyway so resilience comes first from making that decision like are you going to play the victim here or are you going to step up and that really is a it's got to start from a decision and then because when you play the victim you look for all the problems and you look for how you're going to fail when you step up and you go no no no, i'm going to win i'm going to win one of my very first things that i did when I saw um, what was what was coming, right? Because we're behind the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, we mm. yesterday we had 109 cases. We started at eight, and in the last, um, and all of our cases have come from mm. people coming back to New Zealand, or mm. the majority of have, yeah, yeah, from, from air travel, um, either from the U, UK, Europe, or the United States, and um, or boats. Like I, I don't know the exact data, so if someone's right, right. looking at this, like. Like, I don't know exactly where we're not data freaks over here. We're we're trying to make a point. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, but when I went, one of the first things that I did, honestly, dude, was I was like, how am I going to fill my mind? I must fill my mind with the stuff that's going to like empower me to step up. Right. I have to step up. I have to step up and lead during this period of time. Yeah. But I also, and not bad, I also want to thrive. I know that thriving is a, is a decision and I know that thriving is an option. If I make it an option, right? I can survive or thrive. Um, so one of the very first things that I did was I jumped on Netflix and no, I didn't binge watch. Um, one of the first things I did was I went and I looked at, um, there's an explained series there. 
And the first things that one of the first things that I did was I put my mind on and I'd watched it before, but I knew it was the right time to watch it. There's a little series there called Billionaires. And when you watch the, and I know that Russell did a Facebook live like a couple of weeks ago and he said, businesses are made during times like this. Like the big ones are made during times like this. And you, you know, depending upon how you approach this, you can think, well, that's a very overly capitalistic standpoint. You should be taking a more socialist standpoint to this. It doesn't, like my heart is pure anyway. Like I'm giving back to other people left, right and center. Just so happens that I believe that I need to step up to serve mm. at, a, at a wider capacity. So, <clears throat> and I believe it's okay to make money by serving people. Yeah, and if I, if I, if I can pause you right there, I think that's something that we should talk about here. Um, yeah. The, the whole socialism, capitalism, debate, business, yada, yada, what have you. I feel like a lot of people that, you know, look at a crisis like this and are like, how how dare you try to capitalize upon this? Or, or how dare, you know, how dare somebody make money when the, when when uh, times are bad? And it's one of those <laughs> things where I, I, I think, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. We have to remember money doesn't actually go anywhere. Meaning like, oh my gosh. Literally just did the same thing to Christy 10 minutes before this. I was like, the money hasn't gone anywhere. Right. Like it's just stopped moving. Right. And yes. so, yes. and so like you think, I mean, people like, it's not like we're the coronavirus <clears throat> literally made money disappear. Right. So yep. people are just no longer spending it. So the people like, you know, how, how wealth gets moved around really is through the economy and through, you know, through things happening. And so by going and providing a service that is going to help somebody get out of the situation of the coronavirus, yes, there are people at the bottom that don't yep. have money, right? And yes. they didn't have money before the coronavirus. They don't have it now. And likely they might not have it for a while afterwards because that's just the uh -huh. reality that some people are. But there are still uh -huh. a lot of people out there that have money. I am in no way saying go take advantage of people that don't have money and, and try to pull their last dollars out of them. No, I mean, like, yeah. that's where you come in and we're giving away free courses, free resources, everything like that. But yeah. there are still lots of people with money. Like, my yes. savings account hasn't changed, right? Like, nothing's, nothing's happened, right? And so I think that that's very important. I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. It's like, we're taking it, we're not taking advantage of everyone. We're actually helping. And because yeah. we provided a solution, in a time of crisis, since we were the ones that came, or whoever that is, came up with that, they're getting rewarded for it. I'm curious to know your thoughts. Dude, 100%. So here's the thing. I think if you have a good moral compass, which you do, I do, and like a lot of people within the community, like, uh, do, like there's, we, we, we kind of sit there and we go, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm so fortunate. Who am I to? And then you can start playing out different things in your mind. Like how dare I, da, 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 da. and you can, so it's, it, you've got to be ridiculously cognizant of, um, of the conversations that are going on in your head. So if you're going out there, this is my personal opinion, if you're going out there to rape and pillage, right, to use a very medieval um, type of theory here, analogy, type yeah, of yeah. thought structure, sorry? Analogy, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, analogy. Um, that in my mind is like never reach me like you're not my people like that is <laughs> completely and utterly wrong like if you're right. taking negative advantage of uh of, of people at this point in time then no like you don't deserve to <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> i won't finish that sentence however i think good people right now with good services and things that genuinely can make a difference in people's lives are being either um 
uh, they're, they're allowing themselves to stay stuck <clears throat> or they are starting to come out of that. What I'm seeing is that people are starting to speak up and go, oh, you know what? I'm an entrepreneur. I understand that I can save people. I can serve people. I can help people here. Sure, I might need to charge less or sure, I might need to create a low ticket instead of a you know, $100,000 price point. But look, here's the honest truth is that if you're providing value that can genuinely serve other people, you've actually got to like switch off the BS stuff that is going to hold you back from mm. serving another person um, because you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing that person a disservice. And that can be hard emotionally to shut that off. And I'm, look, I'm an empath. I'm a super high sensitive yeah. person. So for me to speak this way, like I'm hoping to speak this into people's minds and hearts, but I want everyone to know that even I, like I've gone, oh my gosh, like I've got a $40,000 mastermind. I've got a $27,000 group coaching program. I've got a, like, you know, $997 courses. I've got like, how am I going to approach this to genuinely serve people at this time? Because as same as you, my savings account hasn't changed um, stuff that is in market fluctuation things, fluctuating things has changed. Um, but I'm good. I'm safe. I've got stores. I've got stocks. So now it's about, it's a matter of going, how do you serve the marketplace in a way that, because the market, um, the market speaks. So how do you serve the way, how do you serve the market in a way that the market can easily respond to? And how do you, yeah, that, that's kind of like, we all have to pivot change. And it's, um, I guess the, the, the one final thing that I would say is that to your point of the money's still there, it's our responsibility to make sure that the money is still moving. Yeah. And that's money very important. Yes. Very important because entrepreneurs, like the economy requires some degree of capitalism for it to work. Right. Yep. And, and, and your money's, your money comes full circle, right? I mean, you're going to yeah, take some course. money, you're going to spend some money and it's going to somehow come back to you. Right. I mean, think <laughs> of, think of if you had all your essentials lined up in a block, right? If you had your, your food and then your doctor and then your car repair, and then your, I don't know, whatever else that you've got that you need. Right. And you walk in with 20 bucks into one. Well, that guy's going to take 20 bucks and he's going to put it in his cash drawer. And then when he needs to go, he's going to yep. take it out and he's going to go yep. spend it at the doctor and the doctor's going to take it out. And eventually when they come around to your thing, it's going to be like, Oh, well, we need whatever you offer. Now I'm going to pay yeah. you that 20 bucks back. And it comes around yeah. and we use it for different things in there. And I think that that's very important to remember is like things still move. And one of the things that I, I want you to kind of d dive a little bit deeper down on, if you, if you don't mind, um, is you said you're literally doing yourself and the person that you could be serving a disservice by not going out there and providing a, you know, an opportunity or a product or service or whatever during this time. Can you dive into a little bit further? I think the people need to hear that. Yeah, yeah 100%. <clears throat> okay. So um, recently one of my clients came over here. Um, and when I say recently, I literally mean five weeks ago, he came over here to Christchurch. And, um, and I did some, I did some stuff with him because he was seriously uh, doing himself and his future clients a disservice because he didn't understand the value that he was able to provide. And he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of good. So he was charging around $2,000 per month for a service where he was literally helping people make half a million dollars wow. or $250,000. And I was like, dude, hold the phone, hold the phone, hold the phone. Anyway. So I actually just did an interview with him. Um, now is like Tuesday on Friday last week. <clears throat> 
since coming to New Zealand, and I'm not, I'm not saying this from a, oh, <clears throat> oh look at me, Lisbeni, I've helped him, da, da, da. What I'm saying this, is this. He had a shift in how he was thinking. He made $100,000 on Friday. Wow. He made $80,000. Um, he made $80,000 like two days before that. And um, out of five people, um, he has got like, he's got a, uh, like he's got five irons in the fire of which four are guaranteed to come through. Wow. And, and those are, those are high ticket clients as well. Now the service that he's providing, if he didn't sell that service, these businesses have no visibility and these businesses have the ability to go out of business. So if he has the ability to keep businesses in business by providing his service to the world, it's imperative that he sells. Yeah, it's absolutely imperative. I think I think one of the big issues that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs face, and so I, I run a sales coaching program um, mm -hmm. where where I help people sell stuff, right? Um, and we teach high ticket sales, five thousand above and above usually, or like a monthly recurring, right? And one mm -hmm. of the big things that the question that came up in our last coaching call about the coronavirus specifically was. Josh, I just like, I just don't know if anybody's going to be able to afford 2,500 bucks a month or $1,500 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I looked at the guy and I was like, you're, you're, you're approaching this. Like your service is something that is not needed or is not beneficial. Yeah. And also the service could be, could hurt. Right. We don't want to hurt people. Right. Right. Unless you're a, terrible person. person that you and I would never you know right. Unless you're a terrible hang person. out with right yeah yeah totally totally so I think people are like uh, I actually had a conversation um with Alex Elliott one of my clients yesterday and she was we were talking about this something similar in this regard and it's a really simple pathway to walk someone through like does your products and service genuinely like can you still with this current environment assist people in getting results with your system yes or no yes cool awesome go to market yeah go to market yeah and if you change if you keep that at the forefront of your mind like if especially if you're in the the, the lead generation game or yeah. you're in the sales game or anything like that but even like even in health even i mean there's the three core markets right relationships and health and and then well uh -huh. like you think of i was just on the phone uh literally right before this interview um with um a company of guys they have yoga they do yoga studios and stuff and they're like man yeah. we've had to shut down our yoga studios because of you know yeah. everything this uh, the quarantine or whatever and i you know i told them the same thing i was like people want to be healthy right now and they're all stuck in quarantine Right. Like yeah. if you, yeah. and they're like, well, we've got this online course that teaches people everything that they need to know. And I was like, sell it, like go out there and sell it. And they're like, well, who should, I'm like anybody right now. I mean, literally there's, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And they're like, yeah. who, would, who would spend money on their health right now? I'm like, people are bored out of their minds. People are used to be able to go to the gym and out and to work, whatever. And now it's like, I'm stuck in a house with kids, with a wife, with a husband, whatever. And I've got to go, ah, right. And so like the number one thing that you need to take care of, people are very aware of their health right now. People are very yeah, of aware course. of the fact they can't move. So like looking at it from the perspective of my product, my service actually better someone's <clears throat> life. And yeah. if your product or service does not actually benefit someone's life, then you need to change your product or service. Yeah. Pivot. Yeah. Pivot, yeah. pivot, pivot. Um, one of my clients, um, uh, he, this is a prime example. Everyone watching this right now. Um, like you, it's, it's not hard to pivot. That can like, I think a lot of people right now are going through this thing of like, oh, who moved my cheese? 
corona. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) (laughs) Let's be serious. Yeah, yeah. So the cheese has moved and now we need to do something about it. So one of my clients, he's excellent at um, at, uh, at money, right? Um, And when I say excellent at money, he's a financial advisor. He left a very high paid job to go out there into the world to... um, uh, to assist parents of teenagers uh, in um, in understanding money, so that mm. the debt cycle in the world is not uh, does awesome. not continue. Right, he's an amazing guy. His name is Phil McGillray, and um and and so he's been bundling together an incredible online program, which a lot of parents have already gone through, to understand how to teach money to their children, so that they don't just go and chuck stuff on after pay, and then you know they don't understand interest, they don't understand tax, and then there's this horrible cycle of um, ignorance with regards to money. So that's been his big thing. And I'm like, dude, it's time to pivot. He's like, ah, time to pivot. Let's go. I said, right now you have the ability to, uh, to help parents. Those are the people that are hurting right now. They are scared about what's going to happen with their, uh, America's 401k, uh, in Australia, superannuation in New Zealand, KiwiSaver, right? They're worried about this sort of stuff. You can provide just through knowledge, you can provide some certainty, some safety, some um, some clarity. That's what people, like when people are panicking, largely when people are panicking, it's because I don't know where the frick they're going. Like what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's this erratic nature. But if people just have some facts, some knowledge and a direction, often that's enough. Yeah. I think that's really important. You know, Brad Gibb and Ryan Lee. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually they're, just reached out to him yesterday. They're yep. awesome. So they're a client of mine and, um, Brad, we've had on the show now three times, um, because of the coronavirus, we just had him on again. Um, and it was a, a very, very highly engaged episode, right? I mean, it was uh-huh. I'm the, sure. the economic effects of the coronavirus. Right. And we were like, if you're looking for health advice, go elsewhere. We have no idea what we're talking about, right? But when, <laughs> but when, but when it comes to the financial side of things, I was like, yeah. it's really, really important to know and understand what's really going on now yeah. in the stock market, in the markets. And we had so many people reach back out, leave comments, DMs of like, whoa, like makes me feel so much better about like yeah. where my money is at. Oh, it makes me feel so much better about this, this financial move that I just made. Like I was freaking out thought I made the wrong move because the coronavirus now. And like, when you understand, and like you said there, like a lot of times people, like people are after security, right? Like we yeah. all want to feel secure. And a lot uh-huh. of times security comes with clarity. When you don't understand, yes. when you don't under, when you're not clear on something, that's where security is very blurred. Yeah, definitely. And just so, so with him, he's got, um, so Brad and my client, um, Phil, like they've got the ability to lead in a different way. Now I know that Brad and Ryan, um, I mean, they've been in this market, uh, and they've been doing their, um, cash flow. uh, Yeah. Cash flow tactics for, I've actually got one of the t-shirts. Yeah. They're awesome. And so, yeah, like I literally reached out to him yesterday and said, Oh dude. Yeah. So I actually reached out to him and said, Hey, and he's just messaged me back, which is cool. But, um, people, again to the point of like the cheese moving i think we as humans just need to be okay with adapting to things that we can't control yeah and the attachment to that which we can't control like right now um it's kind of like um if you've had like a boyfriend or a girlfriend like go i i I just don't love you anymore and i'm leaving (laughs) and you go no, 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 no. Like, no, that person's done. 
Yeah. They're done. And you, you can't change that. Yeah. You can't change that. So um, it's about adapting to the situation as best you can. And um, I think uh, attachment to that, which you can't control, like prime example, um, going back to the whole resilience thing and New Zealand and what we as a nation have been through um, in the last little while, like I've, I've been through two, like in the last seven years, uh, eight years, two, uh, two huge life altering earthquakes. I had a, a chimney fall down right beside me wow. um, at a two o'clock in the morning, I think three or two o'clock in the morning earthquake. Can't remember the exact time of the earthquake, but I was home alone and my life just changed like, boom. and then wow. walking out into the streets, we had this thing called liquefaction. Like our, our world just changed right then. And that was a September earthquake. And then the February earthquake was a daytime earthquake and people were downtown in Christchurch and literally like our, our whole downtown was decimated. Like we, we still to this day are still rebuilding from those earthquakes like eight years ago. Wow. ago. And wow. a whole way of being in Christchurch has changed. And I think, I think like we are a really, really, really resilient nation. Um, we are down at the bottom of the world um, to get anywhere in the world. out there too. It, it really is stunning. It's stunning. And I, I'm really proud to be a New Zealander uh, because I think, you know, like um, at this time we're banding together. There's craziness going on. Like there's absolute craziness going on right now. There is panic still. Um, but our prime minister, I think, is leading really, really, really well at this point of time. She's literally, yeah, anyway, I won't turn this into a political thing because whatever, <laughs> I just won't go there. Yeah. Um, but in terms of resilience, like, I'm, I'm talking earthquakes. Uh, I'm talking massacre. Like this time last year, uh, this time a week ago last year, I was actually on a call, um, like a Zoom call with Catherine Jones. Oh, and she shout out Catherine. She, she's awesome. I, I love her. I love her so much. And she was just, she just built my ultimate power funnel. So for my mastermind, and she actually spoke about it at Funnel Hacking Live and just wow. So we were literally on a call like this. And my friend from America said, are you okay? Like a text message came in. I'm like, yeah, I'm sweet, mate. Like, what's going on? He, he goes, I just saw on Twitter about the shootings. I'm like, the shootings? Wow. What shootings? And our daughter was downtown, like super close to the shootings. And um, yeah, like, I mean, a massacre just happened like 10 minutes up the road from where I, from where I live because, and again, I'm not going to get into that because it, it can be a political kind of conversation but, um, yeah. that wasn't fun to be a part of. Um, but like, resilience i think is something that we can choose i really really do and i think banding together um as a, and being kind and being um being mindful of big stuff like you know um i know that I, whilst we can't hug right now there are other ways that we can show love and show kindness yeah um yeah i think so I, I, sorry you go i was gonna say you i go. just i feel like I, th I think a lot of people don't realize how much power they have yeah. i'll just let you pick up right there maybe well no no you go for okay, it okay okay I, I just want to make sure because like i look at my old self and i was mm. a very 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 different person right like five six years ago right as we all as we Your all change were. just in the last year and a half you've changed markedly just in the last year and a half like huge dude. really oh yeah <laughs> You go watch your old stuff. Well, I mean, how long have you been following or how long have we been in each other's worlds? How, how long hmm. have you known of me? Um, 
Well, I'm, I'm, I actually don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that question. But what I do know is that there has been a fundamental shift in your like stepping up in how you're approaching your market. Like you, you will have always been high energy. Like, <laughs> you don't suddenly go, ding. Oh, right, right, right. Um, but like you have changed, you've stepped up, you've had some circumstances in your life that have been less than ideal. And I think how you choose to deal with those circumstances, I mean, often it can make or break. And like to that point, um, just to circle back to what I chose to do the night of like when I was learning, when I was seeing, okay, Italy's not in a good state, right? Um, America, like, okay, America, wow, okay. And Julie Stoyan um, was being really, really, really like, um, hello, which I think is brilliant because she's taken a really factual data-driven approach to what she's um, putting out in the market. And, um, and then obviously Natalie has come in and you've come, like, there's a lot of people talking about this right now. Um, and when I, the very first night, when I watched that billionaires thing, and I want to kind of circle back here because yeah. people could misconstrue that I was like, ah, oh, Liz just wants to learn how to take advantage. <laughs> well, no, what I do want to do is look at historical data. And in a, um, in 2008, like if you, if you watch the billionaires episode in, um, on, on the explained series in Netflix, you can literally see the line in terms of when billionaires started to really come up, like really and truly come up. And in 2008, that's when more billionaires started to be made. And I think that, that honestly, a lot of it comes down to not, not, not being an, an ass and going out there and taking advantage of people. But I think it comes down to being resilient and level-headed and going, right, I'm not going to freak out. How can I build something that changes the world? Yeah. How can I be of service right now and continue to grow and develop and be stable and secure and, and level-headed in times of crises? And it's, I think that that's something that the people that will thrive in this are the people like who are continuing to look at this from a how do I serve? Where are the opportunities to serve? Like we can say, where are the opportunities? And you can take that from an ad, a, a, a negatively advantageous standpoint, or you can go, how can I serve? Where are the opportunities to, to serve and be served? And that's it. Well, it's and, simple. And one of the things I think that's interesting there, where you say is. Like we have to understand that the world is changing right now, like a lot, like more than ever before. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mm -hmm. mean like, oh yeah, the cycle of life that we're in. I mean like, no, like literally in the last seven days and in the next yes. 21 days, like yep. the world is going to change. And you look at, yep. um, so back where I used to live in Indiana, there's a General Motors uh, plant, you know, Chevy and, and, and all the uh -huh, big, uh -huh. big plant, uh, one of the big plants is out there. And like they're, they're shutting down and there's rumors. I'm not sure if this, how many of this is happening or if it's at that specific plant, but like a lot of GM facilities are shutting down the car manufacturing and they're starting to make medical equipment and, and gas or I mean masks and filters and stuff for like all, all the stuff that's going on. I'm like, that's a shift. That is a pivot, right? Like that's something fundamental. And so I think a lot of people right now are looking and they're like, what do I do? What should I create? And there's like, people don't have the answers. Mm. You might have the answer. And if you ha like try it, go out there and test it because 
the way things have been done for the last seven years, 10 years, 20 years may have changed today. And there might be an opportunity today, right now, in the fact that hundreds of millions of people around the world are sitting in quarantine and can't move. Like there's opportunity there. So rather than saying like looking for answers of like somebody tell me what to do, you should be going out there and saying like, I wonder if this would work. I see this problem. Let me go try to create something that may help with that problem. You know what I mean? And I think when you do that, new opportunity comes up and that's, that's where the opportunity is being created that we're talking about, not taking advantage of somebody. Oh, completely. And, and to that point, dude, like, uh, you said before, you know, the, the, the people that have been in the marketing game uh, for a little while and who have been at home and who have had to think differently to, to, to go through the survive and then to get to thrive, right? Um, like, in some regards, it could, be, it, it could be taken that we're kind of ahead, like we have different skills. We have skills that we that that other people who have just left a nine to five as a da 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 da. Like there's skill development that needs to happen there. So before you kind of ask, like, how do those people thrive? How do those people? How do we? How, how like, you know, speak to them? Yeah. By the how, way, how, do they, how do they make the, a, the decision? Like, how do they? How can they make a decision to take advantage? Not take advantage, but like capitalize on this. Have the good perspective. Make the decision and yep. understand their power. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think let's, let's be okay with saying capitalize on this because I think we've got the good solid base right now that capitalizing means capitalizing through value and service providing. Yes. Let's do Um, that. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, people are so scared. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Steve J. Larson's not scared to use the word (laughs) capitalism, (laughs) but, um, a lot of people are scared to say that. Um, but to that point, like, uh, um, I said before, you know, like the first thing that a person has to do is make the decision, right? But then the other, the thing after that is like, m- take action, right? Decide that you're going to thrive, decide that you're going to like come out of this, decide that you really are looking for solutions to this. And then, um, and then from there, like it's, it's a matter really and truly of choosing a thing to start to thrive with, right? Because I think again, like if we have lots of different, like oh, I could do anything, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Again, you're putting yourself in a lack of clarity situation. So then it's like, find something like, um, you know, I'm looking at, uh, you know, there are so many online programs out there that teach people how to make money from home. Um, VA stuff. Like one of my clients, uh, Lauren Golden, she teaches people, she's a free mama. Uh, Shout out Lauren. I love her. She's awesome. I love this. Um, So, uh, you know, like she's incredible. She's teaching, she's leading super strong right now. I love it. Um, in, in, you know, like she's teaching moms how to like make it at home as, as a virtual, you know, virtual assistants, virtual executive assistants. Um, people are becoming social media managers. Like businesses still need people. We just need to think of it from a standpoint of like, what, where is a need? Where is a problem that I can solve? And to fast path, this is, this is a shout out to entrepreneurs out there who have courses that can help people. Like if we think of Joe Bloggs, who's left his or her uh, nine to five, they want to make money and online programs can help them fast path the learning curve. So I think that a lot of people are sitting on courses right now and they're scared to sell those online programs right now because they think they're taking advantage of people. But if their online programs genuinely assist people in launching something in, in making money that is, is, you know, making money that's good money, right? Let's just call it good money. Um, then people need to people need to be doing that. So to yeah. that point, make a decision and then look for the fast path. 
is what I would be saying. Make a decision, look for the fast path. Where's the online program that is going to like lessen that hurt curve, right? If we think, I mean, a lot of it is flatten the curve, but the hurt curve goes up when you go, ah, like I'm doing this new business. I don't know, your stress is an all time high. What if you can follow a simple step-by-step system or solution that's bundled in together, like in a program so that you can go out there and make money faster? Yeah, and and I think that um, uh, let, let's give some practical. Let's get practical here, real quick. Um, for yeah, for those yeah. people that are out there, you've got an online course or you've got an online business of of some sort, and you're and you're trying to go out there and start to make money with this, or or maybe you are starting. You've already made money with it, and now coronavirus has come in, and boom, there it is. Your sales are slashed in half, or something like that. You got to yep. go through and do that. Walk me through some practical, just like really easy to, to, to understand steps of things that people need to make sure that they have in, in place and questions that they need to answer to make sure that they have a good product. Because I think one of the big things for a lot of people, and I know for me, like it, I got hung up on this for a while when I first got started, which is sh- like, once you like realize that you're like, well, duh. But like one of the things was, Hey, your product or service actually needs to have a measurable objective outcome right? Like, Hey, here's how to do this thing. Like right here, like, this is what we're going to teach you how to do. So like, what are things like that are like, okay, make sure there's this, make sure there's this, make sure there's this. What are some practical things that people can do to make sure they have a good product and go start selling it now? That's a brilliant question. Okay. So, um, I actually teach people how to put together online programs. So that's what Kapow course is all about. And to that point where I see people still continuing to fail, (laughs) if they choose to fail, like, I think it's honestly, it's a decision a lot of the time. Like, are you going to choose to win or choose to fail? Right. Because a lot of the time I think people, what, what people in the past, when they've had time and space and everything, like we're in a time collapsing phase right now. People want stuff faster, which is good because people are being like, "Ah!" like, like, let me make the right decisions as opposed to this, um, fluffy like let's just take a little bit more time and walk around every single area of the garden no follow the steps right you want to go to the goldfish pond go to the goldfish pond let's see right right so um i think a lot of the time what people are failing to do when they're putting together offers when they're putting together online programs when they're putting together like whatever it really it really doesn't it has to solve a problem like that's that's the big thing that people are not doing like solve problems let that really sink Even. in guys like just what, what ask yourself just the question of what problem am i solving like and just get super clear on that because i think so much clarity we talked about how clarity brings security clarity brings certainty right so think about it if you got really 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 clear on the problem that you were solving and really 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 clear on the type of person that had that type of problem and really, really, really clear on the solution that you bring to solve that problem for that person. Like, think of how much certainty you would have to sell your program. Amen. Be insane. Like, seriously. I, I mean, even before the big beer virus, right? <laughs> I actually, funny story. Literally, um, one of my friends came around uh, to fix a couple of things uh, in my house, like you know, like doors not closing because earthquakes offset doors a little bit differently, and he. Uh, he did yeah. the boy thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. go do that boy thing. It's awesome. I literally paid him in in beer. <laughs> like, there was some beer in my fridge, and it was Corona. I was like, no, do you want way. that? No <laughs> way. No way. Oh my gosh. You literally paid you paid him to do the boy thing with boy with boy payment. <laughs> well, that's called knowing your market. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean. 
whatever it's it's a it, high it, value it, to it, him yeah Look, you could have given him you could have given him 20 bucks and he would have went and bought beer <laughs> well yeah totally do so here's the thing like right now like we've got to be mindful like what are the commodities what do people want like what where is the pain what are like what are the hot things, right? Like those fidget spinners came in and, and then they came out. Like, just be super mindful right now of like, wh what's, what's the chatter? Where's the pain? And what pleasure are people seeking as well? Yeah. I think that that's, I mean, and if I was to say honestly what my superpower is, um, and it's kind of a hard one to teach. And I think a lot of people do it in different ways. Um, I know that like Russell's super, super, Russell Brunson is super incredible at connecting with his, um, like telling the right story for the right thing, right? A lot of the time, like my superpower, to go back to my superpower, and Russell I know is incredible at, at this. Yeah, Liz, what's your superpower? Being empathetic, period. Hmm. Right? So just to, just to speak a little bit of woo, like a little bit of woo-woo stuff, like I'm a really sensitive person. Like if you're in my house, I know, I know when there's more people in my house. Like I'm like, like there, I, I'm hyper aware, hypersensitive. I know that Alex Sharfin and his whole family are like empaths as well. So we, we're highly sensitive people, highly sensitive beings. So honestly, like, it, it, and it's hard to teach. But it's it's called like the, the 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 easy way to say this is if you're not an empath, well, how can you be empathetic? Give a crap. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Give a crap. Speak the stories to the market that allow a connection from heart to heart. Yeah. Because there's head to head, then there's heart to heart. If you capture someone's heart and they genuinely know that you give a crap about them. And then you can speak to logic, which is, hey, so here's the tools, the systems, the step-by-step. -step. I know you're in pain. I know you're scared right now. You know, like speaking differently to the market right now is what's needed. Yeah, and I think that's super, super important. Um, I think especially in, you know, coronavirus time and things like that when people are scared, when it comes to people not taking things seriously or whatever, like math and logic and, and statistics and graphs and charts, that's really good information. And yeah. to in order to persuade someone's belief about something like a coronavirus, you may need some of those resources and tools. Uh -huh. And by the way, to sell your product or your service, you may need to point to systems and tools and processes and like, hey, here are the numbers, here's the data or whatever. But at the end of the day, what's going to make – I mean, think of how many times you've seen numbers, graphs, statistics, charts and been like – that's so scary and not made a decision, right? And then think of all yeah. the times when you haven't seen any of those things and you still do move forward. It's because when you actually genuinely believe that someone is sincere, when you believe that yes. someone is there to help you or whatever cause it is, think of when you donate to charity, right? And you see the people that are helping kids in need, right? And you genuinely believe you're not getting anything out of it except maybe a tax write-off, right? But like you genuinely believe that they're going to do good. That's when you ultimately go out and make the decision. And right now, let me tell you, I mean, oh, I have gotten tremendous amounts of hate during the coronavirus and equally love to, but tremendous amount of hate from people coming to me and saying like, Josh, how, like how you, you can't possibly be serious about that. When I'm saying like, Hey guys, like, listen, like here are the numbers, here's this, like, let's do this. Let's prepare for this, do this. 
People are like, how dare you? And on the same side, my audience, my market that understands my heart, that has been following me for months and years, that understands where I'm coming from, and I'm speaking to them and I'm saying, guys, the message that I've been getting to you, like, I'm doing this to help you. I'm showing you these numbers because this is what we need to look at now. Those people are coming and are like, I'm getting DMs. Josh, thank you. Oh my gosh, that video was so helpful. Wow, that totally changed my perspective. Like, That's who you're talking to. You're not gonna connect with everybody. There's gonna be people. I mean, go look at some of my, the Instagram comments that I get on my stuff. Go look at some of the DMs that I get. It's like, oh my gosh, like you think I'm a horrible person, right? But at the same time, the other half of the people are going to like, thank you so much for it. So no matter how compassionate you are, I think like you understand there's going to be haters. There's going to be people that are going to downplay you. I mean, come on. People think that you want you, Liz Benny of all people want to take advantage of people in a coronavirus. Like what? That's so polar opposite of it. But you're, when you're speaking to your market, when you're speaking to your people and your tribe, they're going to let that go like see that. And that's where mm -hmm. they're going to catch with you. And that's where they're ultimately going to make a decision. Amen. And uh, honestly, dude, like coronavirus or not, there's always going to be the hate. There's yeah. always going to be the hate. Like these eyebrows, See these eyebrows here? <laughs> they have received more hate than J-Lo's butt. Like, like, let's be honest. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not quite as famous. Are, are they microbladed or, or not? No, they're not. They, these are the real deal. These are the, these are the real shebang. Are, do they have- Wait, look do, at these things. Do, do you have product on them or no? No, like I, well, I haven't like pruned them lately. I call it pruning. Most, most females would say, um, you know, they're going, they get them- Trimmed or whatever, yeah plucked uh what is it what is it what is threaded there we go threaded is that what it is i have no idea all yeah, i know is so my girlfriend comes up to me like every few weeks and is like we need to pluck your eyebrows you've got a unibrow and she'll do it to me so <laughs> i had no idea that was <laughs> even a thing until i started dating her never before in my oh, life seriously you <laughs> need to make sure they're like the the prime objective of eyebrows is that there are two not no, one two. okay all so right. just a loving little bit of feedback there. all right perfect I mean, you can do what you want at the end of the day. I think we're all going to walk out of this uh, virus thing like as hairy Neanderthals. <laughs> anyway, so we, we're good. We're but all just going to be like, it's over. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we live. We're going to have bushy everything anyway. Oh, my. So, so <clears throat> I digress. Uh, coronavirus or not, um, there's going to be the hate. Yeah. And I think if we can be this is my my approach to to what's going on right now yeah if we can be cognizant to the fact that the world is changing and then act calmly in spite of that right that's what's going to make or break i really do fundamentally believe that and 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 how you adapt um and how you act in a crisis is fundamentally important it can be very life or death so if you think of this from an accident standpoint um should we use this example? That's like fine. Get car accidents. No, I'm good. Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, cause that's the one that just came to mind. Um, how you act in a certain situation like that, you know, can, can change things markedly. Yeah. Being level headed, being calm, what's needed. And it's almost like, right. If in, in SAS, um, I think it's SAS or, or whatever it is. I've just actually hired, um, Kerwin Ray, shout out to Kerwin Ray, um, um, as my, as my chosen coach for the next part of my journey. Um, and he's doing a phenomenal job in social media leading through, uh, the coronavirus stuff. He's kind of like the Australian Gary Vaynerchuk of those, those of you who are kind of like, who's Kerwin Ray. So, um, he's a great guy. And, um, you know, um, he's done a lot of training over in Russia 
and looking at how like how people are uh, how people move when there is when there are bullets being fired all around them and and, and that there's been heart rate monitors put on people and it's literally like your focus like you can we can all choose right now to i get it i get what's going on now how am i gonna where is it it's almost like becoming snipers in terms of there we go going yeah and i think like focus is the perfect uh word i think for that for me i um and i do this a lot even before the coronavirus right i kind of just tune out the rest of the world right and i'm like i'm like okay listen there's mass chaos going on everywhere right now right and it's out there and it's and it's out there right it's out there i'm in my little safe space here which is for me is my head right like i like my head like my mind i lay in bed at night and i just kind of go build beautiful head dude like look at it i know and it's there's two eyebrows instead of one this is good (laughs) this is so good all right so but i enter that space and then i go okay listen like i imagine myself like going through this mass chaos of the world because now it's not just the flat world where there's a business around now there's this internet thing we call it the cloud so it's really like all around us all the time right and so your business is running through there and everything else is going in there and it's like okay you can choose to look externally and you can look choose me like oh my gosh ha huh, freak out freak out freak out stock market tank this person yeah 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 or you can go noise block and now all of a sudden it's okay so Reality says there's mass chaos going on. Let me observe where my opportunity is. Like, let me observe how many. Oh, I have no money in the bank. Okay. So that's probably priority number one, right? And it's just a very calm control this because as soon as you open up that window, as soon as you turn on the media, like, gosh, turn off the TV, please, please, please. It's like, as soon yeah. as you, as soon as you turn on that TV, as soon as you open up that Facebook app, as soon as, or Instagram or whatever it is, like that is, that is a literal window into this world of chaos. But then you can yeah. just shut that and you can put it down. You'd be like, all right, it's my life. Here we go. And when you mm-hmm. have that perspective, when you have that approach, it's very, very hard to phase you because anything that's coming at you, you can just turn it off. You can put it down. Yes. And then once and you're okay here, once you're okay in your head and in your heart, now you can go out and you can venture into that world when you're ready and when you have a plan in place from a place of power, clarity, strength. I think that that's absolutely key. I'm really, really glad that you brought that up. Dude, it's so like it. It's so important for everyone right now to drown. Be be cognizant. You can't ignore what's going on. Like uh, you know, the whole ostrich in the sand thing. That's a stupid thing to do right now. You have to understand that the world is changing. Cool, but you can go and just go slower. So um, my like noise canceling headphones. Best thing in the world. Best investment ever in the world. Yeah, but I have Beats. You have Sony. So yeah. Awesome. I got bows, boy. You, I got bows. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got bows. I'm sorry. No, I actually love the Sony ones too. And and literally, like, uh, I sit in here, um, I create my environment. So environment control, it, it for me, is incredibly important. The door's closed. I'm here. Literally, the curtains are closed right now. I came in here for this interview and closed the curtains. Why? Because I want to focus. Right, right here. Right? In here. Now, I can open up that curtain Nothing's going to be walking past it right now. Like my garden is out there, but my energy is focused on what's going on. And honestly, dude, like quite often I turn, I turn the overhead lights off. I'm just in, right? I'm in, in I know where I'm going and I'm in. And I think that that's like maintaining personal power 
through planning, through focus, and through decisive action is what's needed right now. Yeah, I 100% agree on that. I got to ask you about your little workspace there. You got an elephant behind you, I see. What's the significance of that? Sorry, say that again? You have an elephant behind you? I got to ask you about that. Dude, um, that one has been with me uh, for year for for, for a year, for, not for four years. It's been with me for years. Four this years. one um, okay, gotcha. has been uh, at the backdrop for uh, Social Monkey Business. Like literally, social media managers all around the world will know that one. Um, I purchased that. Um, that to me is freedom, right? Hmm. Um, and like I, so I super love that one. Uh, and then I recently purchased that one. That's so awesome. That one, That's awesome. That one to me represents power, right? So, and that means like personal power. We've all got to, right? So I literally stood in front of that one yesterday. I stood right there on the carpet, right in front of it. I looked at it and I went, right, cool. Let's go, girl. Right? Let's That's go. That's awesome. You know yeah, Marley yeah. Jacks just got a, a lion tattoo as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was just so, so super cool. I love Marley. Um, yeah. Before we wrap up here, and I want, because I want to be respectful of your time, but um, are, you a, are you a visualization person at all? Like uh -huh, you visualize, totally. visualize things, how, how uh -huh. briefly, if you don't mind, like explain, do you have to, like, do you have a hard cutoff here? No. Okay. Let's go. Uh, uh, briefly explain how you go about doing that. Cause I think a lot of people right now, I think visualization for a lot of people right now would be very helpful. And I think for a lot of people out there that are listening, uh, they've heard me talk about it before. So they're much more open to the idea, but some people are like that manifestation visualization crap is BS. Right. But like mm -hmm. for the people out there that are open to it, that understand like, Hey, this is powerful. Like what are some of the things that you do when you visualize things? <laughs> okay so first things first um i want to speak to the person who is a a, a non-believer first and like everyone's entitled to their opinion um <clears throat> so for me it's an it's important to say uh like it's proven in science to work it's proven in science to work so <laughs> like it's not just woo woo rah rah like it is literally proven in science um when there is a head and heart coherence um so dr joe Dispenza, i've read a lot oh, of his stuff gosh, i and love him yeah he's awesome <laughs> He's like, wow. So I've actually turned to a lot of um, his stuff at this at, at this time. And I've been listening to him for a good period of time because I truly believe that there is power that we as a humanity, as a race, as a species, like we get to turn off a lot of noise and a lot of clutter right now and actually come in yeah. and understand that we have the the power. Like there is, there is good in all bad. I don't know if I believe what I just said. So what I, I'll say that because I'm like, my brain just went to the worst case scenarios. I'm like, I don't know if there's good there. Like, so um, what I'm saying is that there is a lot of opportunity right now with the slowing down, with needing to be at home for us yeah. to do life differently. And we, instead of being out, 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 uh, and instead of like wasting time, uh, uh, you know, in, in traffic, as an example, we can literally go in and create worlds of our own. Like if we're, if we're doing this big virtual reality world, we get the opportunity to create our own virtual reality. It's so cool. <laughs> own world right now, yeah. which is really cool. So um, for me, um, visualization is a must. Um, it absolutely is a must. Um, and it's so funny because um, uh, my wife, Christy, uh, she's literally got like, I think like, 25, 30, 40 pictures ready to go to create her mind movie. Um, mm. And um, and for her, it's an incredibly, and I'm going to help her from a tech standpoint. Um, I, I do it a little bit differently, but and, and I'm, I'm going to be putting together a mind movie for her. I know there's an app that can do it, but it's super like old school software. Yeah, and yeah. It's like clunky and it's not, not what we want these days. 
Um, but yeah, just super mindful that um, there's a visual image of, of what it is. But then the emotion, you have to be able to connect it with the emotion. So as long as there is a piece of music, something that is literally mm. training you to get into state because it literally is a state. So for me, um, and if I talk about state from a different standpoint, when I put those noise canceling headphones on, and this is a nice, a nice little uh, mind hack for those people with that who uh, have ADHD, um, who have like focus, like squirrel focus, I literally um, listen to, um, oh, Russell Brunson, um, Vox it back. We should probably uh, play oh, that live on this thing. We, we, we definitely need to at the end of it. We'll, we'll get to that. We will. Um, but I literally uh, listen to one piece of music over and over and over and over and over wow. and over again. And that one piece of music is called Full Sail by Ryan Parrish. Um, mm. And that has just been a piece of music that the moment that I put my noise canceling headphones on and play that piece of music, my body goes, okay, we're in. And it's kind of like avatarish type music. And I yeah. literally like, it's, it's like, I can feel it. So from, from a stand in visualization, the same thing is important. There's one, there's one song that I listen to when I visualize and when I meditate. Um, and that is Devi prayer. Um, and it's, it's on Spotify. And again, it just gets my body in state so that I can receive what it is that I'm wanting to receive. So it's about yeah. creating the right state, the right emotion. And when I say right, I mean the one that allows you to receive the right information and the right feeling. And I think that's super important. I think one of the things that I tell people is you, you think back into a point in your life when, and if something happens, it's like, man, that song came on, that took me back, man. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. oh man, that thing that that type of thing is what you're creating right now to like take mm. you forward right so like yeah. if you can visualize it because if you can hear a song i mean i think of a, there's a certain song that pops into my head and when i hear it i'm back on the lake in indiana with my friends and we're wake surfing and the radio is cranking everything's there and life is good right if you can uh -huh. create this future place of what you want to go and you can attach that song that emotion that feeling to it and then that like that's drilled there that's permanently attached to that because time is we won't go into that whole conversation but time being time is pretty relative it's pretty fake right but anyway so like if you can go and do that and now you now you've created like almost an access point right like you've created this state so when you put on those uh -huh. headphones that music comes on you're there you're 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 already where you want to be that's and now it. you're just fulfilling the process of that i absolutely love that 100 percent, 100 percent. okay and um okay. i think no go oh, you go for no, it no no go for it I was going to wrap up. But go well, I was just going to say, um, I think it's, it's really, really, really uh, important right now to, to understand that we have the ability to step up. Um, Christy and her ex-husband, Kieran, um, in 2008 is when they started um, a, um, a network marketing company. Um, it started with a high-ticket network marketing company called Liberty League International. Long gone now. Um, but here's the thing, is that Christy created a mind movie and through all the chaos of two young girls, um, through all the chaos of what's going on in the world at that point in time, Christy tapped into the power of visualization and she would take her visualization, take her mind movie into the car, which was in the garage, put headphones on and religiously did that. Wow. And they created, in those times, they created $700,000 in 16 months wow. and they became the top of the company so does this work i mean 
it's up to you <laughs> whether up to, you believe well, it or and, not. and that's the thing i think it's all it all comes down to belief about it if you yeah. uh, there's that famous will smith i mean i'm sure it's not originally from will smith but every time i hear it i always just think back to him and it says yeah. he who thinks he can and thinks he who thinks he cannot are both usually always right and it's yes, like it all comes agree. down to that. So whether if, yep. if you believe you can't, you're darn right. But the second you switch it and go, I can, then you're right as well. Totally. Right. Yeah. Totally. And if you believe that this is going to break you, this whole coronavirus thing, if you believe it's going to make you, what is it? Is it make or break? Which one is yeah, it? Yeah, which one's it going to be? And, right. and and live in accordance to that. I love it. Liz, thank you yeah. so much for coming on here. Um, where can people Welcome find out you. more about you? Um, dude, I think the best place is to come hang out in the Kapow with Liz Benny Facebook group, or you can come see me on like, uh, uh, you can DM me or, uh, lizbenny.com. Those are the three main places, but come hang out with me in the Kapow with, with Liz Benny Facebook group. That's kind of the best way. Kapow with Liz Benny guys. We're going to link that below on um, both the video and the audio version of that. Make sure to check it out. Liz is awesome. Um, and you just, everybody needs a little bit more Liz in their life, a little bit more Kapow, <laughs> a little bit more high energy, just get you pumped up and some wisdom here. If you, if you resonated with the interview at all here today, um, please Go check her out. We'll, we'll link that uh, down below. Okay. I want to get to rapid fire questions, but we, do we want to play this Vox from Russell or no? Oh, maybe I should listen to it first just to make sure that he didn't say something about you. Like, oh my gosh, that Josh 40 guy. He just he's such a douche. He just sucks. Let me, let me just, let me yeah. just protect Russell first. All right. We're, we're, we're going to protect Russell guys. So a little backstory why she's listening to this at, at, at the beginning of the, um, or right before we hopped on here, we did a Vox back over to Russell about, um, okay. I don't, I don't think we could hear. Anyway, we did a Vox back over to Russell saying, and cause full, full transparency and disclosure, <clears throat> This episode is pre-recorded. A lot of them we do that are live. Some of them are pre-recorded just from a timing perspective. This one was. So it was an interview, uh, Liz, right after the Russell Brunson interview. And so we're going we're gonna to play the message here um, from that. So are we ready to play this? Hold up to the mic. Okay. Let, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I, I hope Russell. Yeah, that pretty much be a cool thing about that. So. Oh, he said that was pretty much the coolest interview of all time. Here we go. That wow. So that doesn't make more sense to have you there. So you are really cool today. Oh man, so fun. Oh, it's awesome. When you on your Okay, so everyone, you probably didn't hear that because Russell, number one, he mumbles. Number two, he mumbles. And number three, I still don't know what he just You just don't know what he just said. But he said something along the lines of that was the coolest interview of all time. Uh, and he's super excited to see this interview right now. So, so ev everybody should be watching this interview and everybody should go back and watch the Russell interview because quick side note, I've wanted to interview Russell for years. He's been, I've yeah. been on, he's been on my dream 100 for two years. He has changed my yeah. life. His books, .com, traffic expert secrets. I mean, they're just the best books ever. So shout out Russell Brunson. We love you. Um, <laughs> and everybody go listen to that. Okay, Liz, back to us here. Let's do some rapid fire questions. Are you ready for this? She's, get, yeah, she's getting she's getting in the state in the zone here. All right. Question number one. What is a bucket list item that you have not yet done in your life that you want to do? Ooh, okay. Uh, this is a silly one. The first one that came to mind right now is I want to walk up 14 14ers in Colorado. 14 what? Uh, 14 14ers in Colorado. So the 14,000, like the huge mountains in Colorado. Mountains to me represent like freedom, represent um, pinnacles, represent um, getting to your top and represent like uh, overcoming some huge challenges. And Colorado is bar none, like my coolest, most incredible state. I used to live in Colorado. Oh, no so way. I'm moving there in July. 
July wow, 1st. I, yeah, we're moving wow. right outside between Boulder and Denver. So we got the whole mountain range right there. I used to drive, um, I, I was a chauffeur. I used to drive people like Michael J. Fox, Mr. Marriott. Um, yeah. No way. That's girl. so cool. Well, if you come out uh, in the next year or so, we'll have to do some hikes together or something. Um, deal, dude. Absolute deal. Yeah. That's yeah. what literally we're moving out there because we want to be by the mountains and we want to do hiking and, and explore and all that. So that's going to be so it's much beautiful fun. beautiful there. Okay. Uh, question number two. What is your dream? Or, actually, let me ask you this. Are you a car girl? Like, do you like cars? Yeah, I do. And I have a different approach to this. So but ask me the question. I was going to say, I was going to say, what's your dream car? If you were to drop, the question is, what's your dream car? Or if you're not a car person, what would you drop 250 million or $250,000 on? Like just a splurge, like not an investment, just like splurge and spoil yourself. If you're going to drop for me, it'd be a Lamborghini, you know, um, for, is that a car for you? Or is there something else you'd rather own than I'm, I'm going to be really, really honest, really, 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 really honest. I'm not a things person. Okay. Um, so that's, that's kind of where, like, I literally drive the Santa Fe. Um, it's all paid. Like it's like, I drive a Santa Fe and that's it. Like I'm good with what I have. Uh, and here's why. Um, I, uh, I want to, this is my personal take on it. I want to be a really good custodian of money and like create different, like a different type of wealth where it's not possession wealth it's 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 um it's a different version of wealth so i'm not a things person i don't i don't buy things to change certain feelings and it doesn't mean anything to me yeah so yours would be a much more experience-based splurge oh yeah totally 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 100 um so um travel yeah so two, that's a that's a big trip two hundred thousand dollar trip yeah two hundred that. that's that's a world trip in in high class I, I like that okay um if you ever had the ability to go to outer space would you go to outer space if you got to come 100%. Back. Okay. Yeah. Some people say no. Some people say no. I couldn't believe it, but uh, some people do. Um, favorite airline to fly? Air New Zealand. Do you want to know why? I would love to know why. Okay. So go check out, if you want some fun, go check out Air New Zealand on social media. They do the best ever, um, like in-flight uh, safety things. They really? just do. They they nail them. And it's like entertaining. Like you're sitting there going, can I please watch it instead of, oh, can we please just not watch that? Yes, we know it. We know to put it. Anyway, it's humorous. So in New Zealand, not just for that, but their service is just incredible. Awesome. Air New Zealand it is. All right. What's one thing that people don't know about you? Um... Well, it's one uh, thing that people don't know about me is that I'm not always like this. Really? So you have an off mode? I do have an off mode. Wow. Um, I've never seen that. So, so that people think people, people would think that I'm like an extrovert. Um, I actually love time by myself. I love time in nature. So I would put myself as ambivert when I'm on stuff like this, I'm on like a hundred percent. Um, and I actually do love stuff like this. Like it, this is like, it just, I'm just on, it's just, it's just easy. Right. A lot of people freak out it's, for me. This is, this is my wheelhouse. Uh, a lot of the time though, like I'm actually, I'm actually quite a quiet. I can be very quiet. Quiet is where I, I, I guess, um, for me to get the most done, I have to be alone. I have to be alone with noise canceling headphones on. So it's, I kind of do the extremes. I'm a Virgo. So I really do mm, black and white yeah. and go all or nothing. Yeah. All or nothing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, last question I have for you. Uh, we ask this question to everybody that comes on the podcast. And uh -oh. it's the last question we always ask them. We don't give them any prep time for it. So they have no idea it's coming unless they've listened to the podcast before. Um, fast forward to the end of your life. You're on your deathbed. And all your success, fame, money, impact, everything is all gone. However... Every single person that you have 
impacted in your life, either directly or indirectly, you get to leave them with one final message. What is that message? Be you. Be you. I like that. Be unapologetically yourself. I love that. Liz, Benny, thank you so much for the time on here. This was so fun. Do we have enough fun for you? Oh, dude, this is incredible. Do you know what I love? What? I love the fact that like, uh, obviously we're both in the ClickFunnels community, right? So you literally though, you didn't know really anything about me other than my name. You didn't know what I did. And we just kind of walked about. I, I knew fun. you and I knew your energy. And I just know that every time I've ever watched a video from you and every time, every time I've seen you, it's just like high energy. It's awesome. People follow you. And I'm like, I need more Liz Betty in my life. And people think different theory need to do so. That's amazing, dude. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope in some way, shape or form, this has impacted at least one person's life um, in a positive way. Um, that's always my goal. Just impact just one. And then if we can do that, there's a ripple from that. I love that. I love that. Guys, this has been Liz Benny and Josh Forty on Think Different Theory. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all and I will see you on the next episode. Uh, all of Liz Benny's information down below. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on that you like my stuff and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.